0: Biz Coach. Hey everyone, it's Amy McDonald here, uh, re-recording this week's podcast because despite my best efforts of planning everything in advance, I don't know, cocked something up and uh, thanks to everybody who emailed me to let me know that the link I sent you didn't work. I thought I was so organized this year. Anyway, <laughs> pre-recording today from, oh sorry, post-recording, recording, re-recording. From the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat here in Thailand. So, the sound quality is going to be different because I'm not at home. Uh, persevere momentarily. I'm going to segue to me and our interview of the podcast of this week. I'm interviewing Kylie Morris, who is a fabulous yogipreneur that I met at the Mind, Body, Spirit Festival in Melbourne. And if you've ever felt like you're winging it, or you have some self doubt, or a lack of confidence, or you're not sure if it's going to work out, hang tight. You're going to love the interview that I have in store for you from Kylie. What a bright, bright light. Uh, I could have talked to her for hours, as, which seems to be the common theme for these interviews in January. Uh, before I do that, reminder, social media confidence for yoga teachers currently enrolling, enrolling through to the end of this month. Uh, check it out at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social, essentially four weeks of training, uh, a training session, and then a Q&A session every week for four weeks to get you really feeling really confident about using social media in your business, feeling authentic, genuine, in service, all of those good things, not overwhelmed, not freaked out by the technology. It's fun too, apparently, people said. Love that. Uh, amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. Let's try it all again. I hope I've got it for you this time, folks. Sorry for the muff up and the snafu and the slightly different sound quality. But um, here we go. Here's me and Kylie. Enjoy. Hey folks, it's Amy McDonald here. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher podcast for our very special January sessions where I'm interviewing fabulous yogipreneurs from all over the world. And this particular guest, I had the very good fortune to meet uh, at the Mind Body Spirit Festival, which I've logged about because. Dang, is that a pranic invasion? But, folks, I'm very delighted today to introduce Kylie Morris, who yes. is uh, joining me. Kylie is the going to read this creator and dreamer of flowyogaware.com. Welcome! Yay!
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, folks, what you don't know is I kind of stalked her uh, because I saw Kylie and her partner had this amazing stall at the mind body spirit festival um, and we'll talk about what they make in a moment and the whole thing looked incredible and i was immediately drawn <laughs> to come look at it and i am on a not allowed to buy more yoga pants diet right now in my life which i'm sure there are people who are listening who can identify with that situation <laughs> i have i have overdosed on my yoga pants However, what I saw was these two beautiful people who make incredible clothing and um, I just knew that we had to talk because um, there is something about your designs and the message that your products um, convey, whether it's actually like written on shirts or just the prints mm. and the feel of things, that just felt fun and playful but also um, You know, chic and they look great, but also just real. Mm. You know, this sort of um, glamorizing of yoga wear Mm. to the point where some people feel that it's not for them. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I just didn't get that from your staff. It just felt like this is some beautiful yoga gear for everybody.
1: Oh, fantastic. Cause that's, that's it. That's my message in a nutshell. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I got to read a little bit just to introduce um, your business to everybody a little bit more. Let me say, uh, so folks, you can go find uh, the products that we're talking about. Uh, Flow Yoga, where is the name of uh, Kylie's business? I love this part. It was during a yoga class when a light bulb in her mind started twinkling. Practice that morning had felt fluid yet focused. Sinking silently into Shavasana, her mind floated through the open spaces yoga had allowed her to create and an idea blossomed and flowed forth as effortlessly as water in a stream. Really? Is that really how it happened? That sounds Uh, amazing. It it does. It it does, doesn't it?
1: And even thinking back to that, I, I, I still remember that practice. Yes, it did. That's exactly how it happened. There had been – so going to the history of where yes. I came from. So yes. I discovered yoga. I came to yoga in my – very late, in my early 30s. So um, I just – I would wanted to know about it for years and years and years and years and years, but just always really, to be honest with you, just felt, I don't know, self-conscious. Mm like nervous about going to a yoga studio had no idea about what it would be like like I'm you know I'm a bigger girl I'm not really that flexible like you know all of those kind of tormenting thoughts and and I hadn't gone I hadn't gone I hadn't gone and I was kind of interested in yoga since I was like an early 20s right wow so finally um, I had a, a cousin of my partner staying with me um, for a couple of days and she's like, she's just a go-getter. And she said to me, come on, Kylie, we're going to go to yoga class. And I just, I oh, was so nervous. But um, went to the yoga class. Where did you go? And living, Essence of Living, the beautiful, beautiful Essence of Living at uh, Mermaid on the Gold Coast. Mm. Um, if you live on the Gold Coast and you haven't heard of Essence of Living and you're interested in yoga then you've been living under a rock (laughs) 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 they're a beautiful beautiful studio um run by Michelle Cassidy and yeah she's just been a um yeah she's built up the business for years and one of my first wholesale clients was Essence of Living and yeah just a a wonderful one of studio so I went along there and had my first experience at a uh a yoga class and um I was frustrated in that yoga class. I, 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 it was hard to keep up. I didn't understand the lingo and the language. Um, but I came out of that class with a smile as wide, you know, and it just and it didn't go away the whole day. And then I just started. Then I went back by myself a couple of days later again, and then just from there, it just kind of snowballed, and I was, you know, practicing you know, every couple of days, going down to the studio, meeting the yoga teachers um, and just fell in love really quickly and easily and was just kicking myself that I hadn't found it earlier <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> um, and I had never worn leggings in my life before. Oh, <laughs> I just this, never. Yep, yep, yep. Right? Never. Um, but, you know, leggings are the most wonderful thing for yoga because they allow you to move and stretch and you're not encumbered and you don't have floppy bits of fabric annoying you. And um, so I was just wearing this old horrible pair of black. I don't know, I don't even know where I got them from. But it was just noting, noticing people in the class um, with all their beautiful coloured yoga leggings that kind of said something about themselves. You know, I, that's what I always think about fashion is that it's your, your it's your way of showing the world who you are,
0: mm-hmm. what
1: you like and all that kind of thing. So, um, right, went, okay, yep, yoga's in my life now, hurrah. Um, I now need to get some leggings, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, and I want pretty leggings. I want letting, leggings that express something about me. I don't want to wear black because I'm just not a black girl. Mm. Um, and went searching for leggings and just couldn't, find anything a for my shape you know size 14 16 and Mm. nothing really that was (laughs) yeah and nothing nothing that really was beautiful
0: Mm.
1: like there were there were kind of you know prints of flowers and kind of crosses and geometric shapes and things but nothing that I really connected with um and just had this idea mulling around in my head for months and months and months and months and then the the famous Shavasana class where I allowed my mind just to go wherever it wanted. Um, and in this partic- particular um, end of yoga, Shavasana, it was just this really easy-flowing thought that, hey, hang on, you know, because I was at the time working in a fabric printing um, business doing fabric printing for other designers. So I was, and I've always been really interested in design and print and colour and, uh, yeah, I just thought, why have I not thought about trying to make something myself for my shape and my body and and put beautiful designs that I want to wear on it? Why has that thought never occurred to me? And this was this whole Shavasana session. It was, you know, mine. Just mind opened finally, because um, I had access to sewers, I had access to manufacture, I knew a bit about fabric printing, blah blah blah. So that uh, that was it. That that I went right. I I can do this, and it was a really exciting thought for me too. It really made made me come alive and I'm a creative person and I hadn't been very creative for a while and this just suddenly dawned on me as the perfect way of just getting into some kind of active creation just for a little while. It wasn't going to be a business. It wasn't going to be anything. It was just for me to have some beautiful leggings and that's where it started was that Shavasana class. Um, And, yeah, from there it was a whole year um, researching (laughs) finding fabrics that I liked, then printing on them to see what I thought of, you know, it was, you know. Yeah, so after a year, uh, I had my first pair of leggings that I was wearing that I was happy with the fit, I was happy with the feel, I liked the design that I was wearing, I was, had my sizings right and then,
0: yeah, I thought, could this be a business? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because one of the questions that comes up for me, I love your story, and one of the things that came up for me when I was listening to it was how many people go through some kind of similar experience where, they, where the light bulb goes on and they go, oh, God, just love to do this thing and Mm. then instantly the filter kicks in about all the reasons why they can't or they shouldn't or they don't know how or limit 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 and then the thing never happens and so the question that was formulating for me is how did you transcend that but what I'm hearing you actually say is it never started as a business so you weren't in the in the shavasana moment you weren't Mm -hmm. confronted with all of those what if this happens or what if I go broke or what if everybody laughs at me because it was simply The desire to create something.
1: Absolutely, Amy, hundred percent. It was the desire to create, Mm. and it was the desire to create for Mm -hmm. myself, which meant that I was my (laughs) and as long as I was happy, that was enough. And yeah, there was at that stage, there was no pressure. There was no pressure other than the, the fun, play of dreaming and creating that's all it was at that stage
0: okay so then what what happened that it just that you went hang on a second maybe we'll turn this into a business I my first couple of
1: pairs of leggings I was just like I was my own super fan I just loved them right (laughs) I just I loved wearing them I and people, I was getting comments, yeah. a few comments in yoga classes saying, oh, cool tights. And, I'm, and I was like, yeah, I, you know, made them myself. And they're like, oh, my God. No one actually said to me, though, oh, you should go into business. No one said that. It was just like, oh, wow, they're really beautiful. Um, yeah, and I just felt special wearing them. And, and then I can't explain either how that transitioned into me thinking that I could do it for do it full-time, like almost full-time where I'm at now. But I went, I travelled to Morocco many, many, many years ago and we had this beautiful tour, um, gorgeous woman, educated woman. She took us through the streets of Marrakesh and she was talking about just all things Moroccan and I'm just a fan of everything Morocco, the design palette, mm-hmm. the colours, mm-hmm. the people, the food, everything. Um, and she just had this really interesting a uh, little story about the word hobby, which is actually Arabic and it means to do the thing you love.
0: Huh.
1: And that has just been rolling around in my head for years and years and years. And it was there when I thought about leggings. all just leggings but garments and creating beautiful things for myself to wear and that maybe and through the through that first year process of sampling and doing all those kind of things I really discovered that I love doing it and then that idea of it being a hobby and just something that I could make you know I could I could just love and play with and maybe there'd be a bit of money in it for me but there there wasn't the need to uh have a, have financial freedom from it. So, again, it just allowed me to play and just allowed me to be more free in my thoughts. So, that's where I kind of went, okay, I'm just going to, you know, it's pretty easy to make a website, so I'm just going to I'm just going to chuck something together. I've got a couple of yoga teachers now that I just adore and would just be a dream of mine just to have them in my clothing. So so, uh, I'm them whether they just want to be in a like really you know nothing photo shoot, but we can have a bit of fun and and then I'll put those photos on the website and just like create a range of like I don't know five six legging designs and just go from there. And that was that was it. Um, when was and, that? Yeah. When, as in time, as in that was that was August or no, maybe June because the photo shoot I remember. The photo shoot was in August 2015, my first ever photo shoot. So I'd say that that idea would have started brewing maybe around June uh-huh. or July, just a couple of months before, just thinking, you know, I'm making it. I'm making these leggings for myself and they're lovely. So I'm going to, I'm just, I'm, yeah, why not? Just put a, put a few up on a website and see how I go. That was it. It was so small. It was so small. I didn't have ideas of world domination. <laughs>
0: They're real. I mean, they're crazy beautiful. Yeah. Prince. Hey, thank you. Ah, and beautiful is
1: a word, uh, a that I've struggled with all my life, <laughs> but b that I've I've loved my whole life. So it's this real dichot- dichotomy of just the beautiful that you see uh, in magazines and things, and then just that idea that. We as human beings, I think, want to be surrounded by beauty, whatever we, whatever we view that beauty to be, um, and beautiful. So I've really, I've really connected with that word my whole life, and uh, yeah, I didn't, and I said that at the beginning, didn't I? Um, that I really wanted to create just beautiful things, um, and I've always been interested in that my whole life whether it be jewellery you know I've dabbled in all kinds of different things jewellery and art and all kinds of things um uh but yeah beautiful and that's a word I hear a lot from customers now is and I I, I can't I, and as designer I can't quite pin down what it is that makes our design special but there is something special about them because I think so but because I've had it reconfirmed by so many customers and people like yourself just saying, what well, there's just something, yeah. something about them.
0: <laughs> Don't I think, know what it I is. There's a richness to the patterns too. Like it, mm-hmm. there's, a, um, there's a decadence to some of those designs. Oh, I love that. You know, oh, I love that really word. Really I love, yes, opulence, decadence. Yes, I love yes, those words. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 And I like what you said about the biggest. So I remember when I started getting serious about uh, mm. yoga and I bought some expensive (laughs) but like amazing print leggings and they arrived and I bought my size but honest to god like Uh, once I put those babies on the design did not look like (laughs) they're supposed to anymore like that shit did not stretch uh I got some serious calves that I've worked my whole life to generate and there was no way those peacock feathers looked like peacock feathers by the time (laughs) they're legs Uh, oh stop it no I'm not (laughs) I'll send you a photo later. Like I, <laughs> you know, I think for, for um, like particularly with patterns, I'm, it counts. Stuff's got to still look good when it gets on your. Of it does. Body, on your of actual body, of course it body. does.
1: Right, because we want to. Yeah, we want we want things that we wear to make us feel beautiful. And if we feel slightly awkward or uncomfortable in them, even though we might wish and desire to wear them, yeah, if they don't feel and if you don't personally think yeah. they look good on, then you're just not going to wear them, are you? You're going to put them yeah. in the back of your cupboard and probably never use them again.
0: That's where my peacock leggings are. In the uh, <laughs> people, that's another conversation. Um, so, so there's a lot of people that just talk to me about, uh, particularly for yoga teachers who are just starting out, and they say, you know, I've just, I've just qualified and I'd really like to start teaching, but there's yoga everywhere and it's a saturated market and mm-hmm. um, so I don't think I should uh-huh. bother because there's too much competition. Here you are Mm -hmm. in this huge island in the middle of nowhere, deciding to launch into a product that's, I mean, you can't tell me that yoga leggings is not a saturated market, but you did it anyway. So talk to me about, did you ever think about competition? Did you ever think about why should I when there's so much out there anyway? What gave you the courage to go do something that felt true for you despite there being lots of other people doing it? So interesting because
1: I didn't, I didn't ever have those questions. Mm. I didn't ever, or I just didn't ask myself those questions because I was just having too much fun. Um, those are, no, no, I'll qualify that because those questions came later. Um, it, it was just about doing something for myself at the beginning and probably for the first, I'd say, two years, just having a creative outlet, um, connecting with women. Uh, I, loved, I loved shopping at markets and being outdoors and things, so it was just a really fun thing to do, just set up a market stall and have a little kind of, you know, pop-up shop and do that. So even at the beginning it was still just around fun and I didn't ever think of myself as courageous or any of that. I just, yeah, it was just about me fulfilling a need of my own a very personal creative need that just expressed itself in that way mm. the, the the doubt came probably I'd say in the 3rd year of business ah. when we were actually starting to trade at some bigger festivals and bigger markets and the, and I was surrounded by not just you know another active brand. And or something, but I was surrounded, to me at the time, quite big guns, you know, people coming from America to trade and yep. and you'd go on the Instagram accounts and they'd have, you know, like 100,000 followers and, you know, I, that's all smoke and mirrors anyway, but <laughs> that's another conversation too. Um, but they, they seemed to have a big, you know, online presence. I knew of their brand. Other people knew of their brand. So that, that um, worry about competition and how, how I was going to make a go of it didn't actually come until later and by that time I was dedicated and inspired and committed so I wasn't I wasn't going to stop anyway Mm. um I think if I'd had those thoughts at the beginning it would have made it very difficult for me to do it actually Mm. I think that would have for me personally just because of the kind of person I am I would have been really crippled I have to say, if I'm honest, and I don't, yeah, yeah, I just, I I don't know, don't know whether I would have, that's a really interesting thing to think about, I don't know whether I would have done it.
0: But what I'm hearing you say that I think is so powerful is that, again, this coming back to your own truth, that you were pursuing Mm -hmm. this kind of, I don't know if you would call it naively, but
1: no, absolutely, totally, to- 100%. I'm 100% gullible, naive, like all those, you know, n- they don't have to be bad words either, do no. they? But I, but well, I am, as I an am, that way. kind of, right. And two, Amy, I'm not a business person. I never have been. I don't have a good handle on any of that. I, And I can be quite impulsive. So, yeah, there was none of those thoughts because yeah. of the kind of person I am. There were none of those thoughts wandering around in my head at the beginning
0: (laughs) folks just to be totally clear in this moment this is not giving anyone who's listening permission to decide to be crap at business i just want to make that very clear Yes. But, but what it does say to me is that when you know you have to do it and when if you didn't you would be repressing something in yourself that right. is compelling itself to come forward, right. you've got to pursue that and you can figure yes, you the do. rest out along the way.
1: Absolutely. Like that's a big, that's a big thing for me, Amy, is that just um, Eleanor Roosevelt, right, do one thing every day that scares you. Just do it. It doesn't matter whether you've got the fear, do it anyway because mm. you just don't. You just don't know. And, yes, if, if there's something within you, however small it is that's calling you, give it a go because it doesn't matter. <laughs> At the end of the day, it really absolutely doesn't, doesn't matter whether you fail or you want to succeed, but it doesn't matter. Do it
0: anyway. And don't you think that... Um like it's about the journey, anyway. Mm, of course. I always I always say to people, who would want to have a boring memoir? Like, blow it up, <laughs> see what happens. Yes, like, don't be boring. Yeah. Don't yeah. bore God, as my coach used to say. How dare we? We got embodied. Don't absolutely. Be embodied. You know, and
1: if I had known all, you know, five, four years ago, now the kind of beautiful, weird, wacky people that I would have met in the last, you know. If the places I would have travelled to, the, the the journeys I would have had in my beautiful Hyundai load van, I, her name is Helga and she is the love of my life. Actually, my partner and I, she, oh, we just love her. We love her. She's carried us to so many, and we've seen so much of Australia, so many beautiful locations. Yeah, if I'd known, if I would have, and I, that would have, none of those wonderful really simple but gorgeous experiences. They would just wouldn't have happened. Yeah. They wouldn't have happened in that way. And uh yeah. It's um yeah, it's been it's been it's been it's been great and I would never have, I would never have been able to plan this. So
0: yeah. <laughs> I wanna ask I wanna ask some questions more of the designer side, which is yep. completely um, selfish, just because I'm curious personally. Like, how do you find the balance between designs that you love yep. and designs that you think other people will? Love? Like, how much of it is just about man, it is this is the print that I am so into, we're going here. And how much of it is? Well, I've heard that people like these things, so maybe we'll try some of that.
1: I've got to say <laughs> that i tr- I tried to go. Okay, this is what's happening in Paris at the moment. This is what's this is what's on the yeah. runway for spring. Um, g- yes, black and white geometric print is very in at the moment. Um, I'm going to try and do that. And honestly, Amy, my inspiration went out the window. It went completely out the window and those designs that I did do to try and appeal to the masses failed utterly. Oh, isn't that interesting? Every single time, failed utterly, didn't do well. And I think because there was just none of me in them. There was no heart. There was no soul. Mm. And I don't know how... Yeah, so the the times that I tried to, yeah, as I said, appeal to the masses, it didn't work. So I just now just put on leggings what I want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I think, again, we have to draw the parallel here between people who say to me, oh, but no one, everybody wants vinyasa, nobody wants, like, old school hatha yoga even though that's my lineage. I was talking to a woman last week who she's been teaching for two years and most of the classes she teaches are not what she feels called to teach but it's what she thinks people will sign up for mm-hmm. but like you said um you know you can tell that the, the soul isn't there like it's just mm-hmm. not as compelling for people There's, absolutely you can feel
1: that absolutely we can and we don't know why Mm. Yeah, as humans, as human beings, we don't know why we feel and sense the things that we do, but we do, mm. right? We absolutely do. Um, yeah, I think that's been the, probably the biggest through doing the, the flow, that's been the biggest thing for me is just you've got to listen. Yeah, just do the things that you're to do because we've all got us, we've all, every single one of us, right, we've all got our own talents And magic. And -hmm. it's all very personal and it's all very individual. Oh, yeah. Oh anytime I see anyone, and I have a lot of customers that come in that are, you know, got ideas for businesses and and they, yeah, the majority of them are very fearful, um, whatever it is. And um yeah, I always just try and say, just do do it. Just do the thing that you want. Yeah, do the thing that you want. Don't be guided by what other other people you, th- you think other people need because your spice is your spice and people will be, will be attracted to your spice. And if I can go back quickly just mm-hmm. to the idea of being confronted as a yoga brand with all these, you know, very successful yoga brands across the world. Mm-hmm. Um Flow Spice is Flow Spice and my customer, my tribe and my my woman will be attracted to my spice. I
0: and totally, and I totally know of the women. Where the gorgeousness life. is, right? Yes, yes. and, I, that, 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 uh, you know, as soon as I saw your products, I'm like, oh, my God, I know all the teachers in my community, he would be all <laughs> over this stuff like nobody. you right. and, and, yeah, like you said at the beginning too that, um, you know, People choose the yoga leggings that reflect their personality, and I think. Mm. And, and, mm-hmm. um, or I'd,
1: perhaps a version of themselves that they want to be. That's right. Or, the, or, the, or right. the better
0: version of themselves or the, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Some kind of aspirational thing or mm. I go to yoga and I feel good and these pants are how, like there's a connection to how I feel when I'm practising or, yeah, I think uh, ps- there's something about it.
1: Absolutely, expression of yourself in movement. Yeah, right. yeah, totally, absolutely, hundred percent agree. Yep, yeah, hundred
0: percent agree. You know, it's a really interesting conversation too about, um, you know, what's going on. Like everybody talks about Instagram yoga and all of these people doing crazy things and quickly taking a, you know, with the, the sport photo super fast because they can't hold it and whatever. And they yeah. used to be dancers anyway. And what do you yeah, do yeah, yoga yeah, anymore? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And I think that's a valid conversation to have, but to throw the baby out with the bathwater is overly reductive. Like there is Mm -hmm. something about, uh, you would know better than me, but I suspect there is something that is, for a lot of people, I imagine the people that are drawn to your brand, the people that are drawn to mine, a lot of it is about self-confidence and self-esteem and um, how you look for yourself as a part of it.
1: Right. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, and, and I've got to say that another reason for me for starting Flow was that very thing. You know, I've struggled, regardless of what size I've been, I've struggled with self confidence, self worth, yeah. my entire life, and even at forty, still do. And I don't think that's ever going to change. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can just deal with it better. I can go through it better, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a that was another thing for me. And Flow was. Um, this desire to to view myself as a a walking piece of art Ah. (laughs) because my body right my actually my cells they are just the most amazing things in the world (laughs) Um, and no matter how many messages of awfulness and hate that I've given my body over the years those cells in my body have still supported me and I've been strong and healthy my entire life touch wood and hope to continue to so what would happen to how to giving myself these these beautiful positive reinforcement messages what would happen to my to my to the cells in my body what would happen to my mind what would happen to my mm. existence all that kind of stuff mm. um and and that's and and that ties back into flow. I just wish for us all to be gorgeous walking pieces of art that just revel in 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 ourselves and our bodies and whatever shape size we are. It doesn't matter. We are beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things. Beautiful. There's that word again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And I think, you know, for people who say stuff about, well, it's, it's about the inner experience and it shouldn't be about fancy pants and it shouldn't be. Well, I, I think actually you don't have to look very far into yoga tradition to see that adornment and the celebration of aesthetic beauty is a massive part of yeah. yoga. And, you know, like, yeah. the, there's a reason that we have, you know, that uh, beautiful fabrics and prints and patterns and. Things like, you know, anointing with oils and, like, actually it's filled with all of that stuff. Yep, 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 yeah. You can still have. For the for not for the monastic, (laughs) but for people who are out in the world, you know. No, uh, right, trying to
1: mingle those internal, quiet, mindful aspects of yoga and the yoga kind of life without, and, and mingling them with a modern city dweller shall we say yeah or or a, or a yeah um yeah i i 100% agree and i think i think feeling good about in my personal opinion anyway um, feeling good about yourself you can do that in the colors and prints and gorgeous things that you are doing your body with and that can, your mind to be more peaceful and calm right like there's there's kind of like a meditation in, in that somewhere that you just feel more confident and at ease with yourself when you when you are in garments
0: that express you as well yeah well uh, uh, you know there's all that stuff about um what makes for a healthy workplace culture and feeling like you can be yourself in the workplace is mm. fundamental to mm. safety and productivity mm. and resilience mm. and and yep. what do we do and we're going to work because it's what we do for a living. Yeah. And I also think that um I suspect that one of the greatest boons that yoga teachers give their students is just modeling great behavior. And so if you yep. f- take the time to yep. if you feel good about how you look and you've picked stuff out that you love and and you're modelling that, like someone rocks into your class who's maybe having a bad day or maybe thinks, oh, gee, I'm size 14, 16. I've, I've got, like Amy's always the sweatiest, fattest person in the room. I'm down with it now. But like if I can show up and go, <laughs> I'm, I'm rocking these pants, yep. like I'm sweating my ass off, but here I am going for it. And mm-hmm. that models to someone else that it's okay to, for them to do whatever their insecurity is. Absolutely, so I think you know we're absolutely we are influential to our students and and taking care absolutely. of ourselves gets to be something that we're paying forward almost to the people. Who yes, of hard. course, absolutely, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Yoga teachers are the best. They really are. <laughs> they really are. They really some are. Them. Some of them.
0: Yes, yeah, some are. Some of crap, (laughs) like that's just
1: real. I've been to those classes. Okay, well, the ones that you respond to, the ones that you really (laughs) respond to, they are, I don't know, they're they're as much teachers to me now than some of my really beloved, you know, high school teachers and primary school teachers Mm -hmm. were in in those, you know, my my art teacher, for example, in high school and my drama teacher too, um, yeah, the yoga teach, teachers that I have now that I really respect and 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 cherish, and just devastated when they decide to go and travel the world, and <laughs> you know you don't get your favorite yoga teacher anymore. Um, yeah, they we 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 look up to you guys a lot, and I and I say we because um, yeah, I'm I'm just a I'm, I just practice. I'd I'd love to one day get my yoga teacher training, but um, no, yoga teachers are the best. Well.
0: Except the stick ones. Yeah. So okay, so we need to talk about like quality because you make clothing for everybody, not just skinny ladies. Like no everyone can everyone, get flow yoga wear. Everyone, we get, everyone we can t shirts. We go to yeah. flowyogaware.com dot com and oh Flow Yoga Wear on, on the gram. That's easy. Same on Facebook. Yep. That's easy to Yeah. Exactly. You. Very easy. Yes. We ship everywhere, <laughs> intergalactic <laughs> shipping, costs a little bit more, but otherwise. <laughs>
1: We hope, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just I'm working on a new collection at the moment. So the, this, the kind of holiday Christmas break is, is nice now. Um, it allows me to get out of the business side yeah. of things and get back into just the play and the fun, which would be great. So there'll be more, yeah, more stuff coming next year and hopefully onwards and upwards. Some, someone said to me a couple of years ago um, when I first started Flow that it would take me nine years to build a, a brand. Jesus I know (laughs) I'm almost halfway there so it's like okay we can do this it's it's, that's all good not without its challenges you know don't want to make it sound all rosy and and gorgeous Um, not without its challenges but yeah I think inspiration and dedication if you've got those two things um, no matter what you're doing and, and and no matter how successful or you know backyard business you are it doesn't matter if you've got inspiration and dedication go for it you know
0: Don't you also think, Kylie, that there's, um, right? I mean, one of the things I've got, the thing that I didn't see coming that I've got for sure from my business, growing my business, Mm -hmm. is learning more about myself along the way.
1: Oh, hell yes.
0: It's just like this most incredibly powerful personal development program. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And we designed it ourselves. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? That's some karma coming up.
1: (laughs) No, absolutely. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And I didn't, yeah, I'm exactly the same boat as you. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you do learn a lot about yourself, don't you? The good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. And, um, and what anything. you're capable of. Right, 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 yeah, and what you're capable of handling and, and, and by the other token, what you're capable of not. Yes, you know
0: yeah.
1: and playing to your strengths and all those things that we all, you know sometimes I think especially women we just feel this need to do it all we've got to be everyone and you know some of those things are just not weak as we're just not strengths for some of us so you know let that shit go as the t-shirt says and <laughs> you know play to your strengths play to, play to yeah find those strengths a and then just play to them And don't worry about your weaknesses because everyone's got weaknesses, and you know, it's just all part part and parcel of being us and human, isn't it?
0: I love that message. I've been banging on that topic for a little while now about how we. Well, you know, this thing about what are your strengths? Identify where you need to improve or what aren't you good at and go get better at that rather than spark that. Like, do what you're (laughs) good at, and if you need to do the other thing, pay someone to do it. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Pay your strengths in business rather than berating yourself for being rubbish at something it doesn't mean you can drop the ball you still need to lodge your tax but maybe you get someone else to lodge it on your behalf
1: yeah I'm I'm going that right now that's that this fourth year has been okay Kylie you are not really very good at numbers so you probably shouldn't be doing many of the accounts anymore um Kylie, you're pretty forgetful and your mind's, you know, so maybe you should just help some get someone else to help you answer emails and and to take, you know, a a stock of orders and all those kind of things. So I'm going through that right now. I'm going through that right now and it's a really, again, another lesson, but it's really important that um, I cannot, it, it can't be all me and I'm not good at all of that. So why am I just knocking my head against a wall when there's so much talent support out there, you know, yeah, that, you can, yeah. that you don't have to pay a lot for either and that you can just get some help with, yeah. It's hard, hard to ask for help sometimes.
0: <laughs> it's hard to it move back to why starting your own business gets to be about personal development. Mm-hmm. You, get to, you get to face all of these things. Um, go, yeah. I want to know two things. One, what's your favourite design ever? Like what's the one that's like, dang, that one? Oh, no, that,
1: okay, so people, people have asked me this and I'm honestly... It's like they're all my babies, and to say that one is the favorite, okay, <laughs> over all right. the others, is there one? Will, one
0: that you were just like, "Whoa, that was a stinker." We shouldn't.
1: Have yes, done that one. <laughs> yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. And I've continued the range, so it's called oh. my it's called my Chimera range. So Chimera was a Greek kind of hybrid goddess, kind of hybrid god goddess, part one thing, part another. Um, and I was just reading a book that had the word t- chimera in it, and I was like, "What is this word?" And when I found out the meaning, I'm like, "Oh yes, I'm so designing a legging that's like a chimera legging." So my first ever chimera legging was part leopard, part bird slash phoenix. Um, oh, look at, and, look at that! And I had I had a leopard uh, leopard at the front and these beautiful feathers at the back, and I kind of faded between the two, um, and it was pretty it's, – it's still pretty out there, um, but, yeah, it's just so sassy and I loved it and everyone else loved it too. So it was a really, really good seller. And then I came out with Chimera 2 a couple of months later, which was the tiger and yeah. then another kind of bird, Phoenix, at the back, and then I did a raven and a snow leopard and I think I've done – no, I've done a deer, gone back to feathers at the bum, so deer, a deer kind of print at the front and feathers at the back, and I'll keep going with that Chimera – uh, kind of hybrid goddess range. So I was really very chuffed and thrilled with that one because I could have just put a leopard print like everyone else all over a pair of leggings and been done with it. And it yeah. probably would have sold quite well and people would have liked it. Um, but, yeah, the addition of the feathers at the back and just feeling like it can be all kinds of things at once um, really appealed to me. So I'm so glad that everyone else loves it too. So, yeah, that would be the probably the design that I'm most proud of for yeah. going ahead
0: with. <laughs> There's lots of chimeras yeah. in yoga, like Ganesha and Hanuman. Right. Lots of, yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's yeah. cool. I right. like it.
0: Um, and yeah. then I just wanted to say one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on is also we, we didn't get to talk about this, but just to quickly flag it for folks, is that all of your stuff is made here in Australia, which I think is super cool. Yeah. So um, yeah. just congratulations yeah. on building a business that. Thank where you. Where you keep stuff on shore, it's no small feat.
1: No, it really isn't. It really isn't, and I just, um, you know, I, when I'm out at market stalls, this is what I'm constantly preaching. You know, and everyone who walks away with a flow gum, and I just say to them, thank you so much for supporting my only small business, but local manufacturer, Australian manufacturer. Um, you, you know, you, you, everyone who purchases is not only supporting me and and, and creating my future, but they're creating other people's future right here in australia as well so um yeah and because of that and because people really respond to australian manufacture my partner and i've just opened up a new little design studio on the gold coast as well so we have so people can come and see us actually making leggings as well how cool is that so we've got a little okay. showroom retail space at the front and we've got our sublimation press and printers at the back um and yeah it just feels really good to know that I, uh, you know it, yeah, we're supporting ourselves and we're keeping manufacture here, and um, we can have control in that in that aspect of it. Um, I really want to do next year some design your legging, your own legging evenings. So invite some women to come and you know bring in their design ideas, and they can see us do the process, which is I think I think is really important because too many of us kind of goes to those really big chain uh, shopping centres and, and 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 stores and buy clothes that we. have no idea were produced and made and cut and dyed, and we think we can get them for five dollars and that's kind of still a bit expensive more expensive more money than we'd like to pay so i think um yeah it's really i i love that my customers love the fact that things are made here and people are really coming back to it i think they've had a they've had enough of of yeah uh cheap Labor, cheap, manufacture methods—you know—so it's it's very holistic, ethical. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just we're starting to ask ourselves all of the questions mm-hmm. again, aren't we? Yeah, it's good. All of those questions. Yeah,
0: folks, go and like look at all of the things. Uh, Flowyogaware <laughs> uh, Go and sell some more private packages so that you can buy yourself some more leggings. Unless you're on an amnesty, like <laughs> I need to wear some things out first. Thanks so much for being a great guest. Congratulations on everything that you're doing, and um, you
1: know, thank the- you, Amy, and you too, you thank too, you too. Thank you for um, for uh, yeah asking me to have a chat. It's really nice when you chat about your own business to other women. You kind of a lot of your ideas get solidified, don't you think? <laughs> yes. So yeah, thanks for being interested, and and thank you for spreading the flow, love, and right back at you, kiddo. You know, I my hat off to anyone who's doing business by themselves, we all know it's not, it's not easy.
0: Very but challenging. I don't, I don't know about you, but I would suck as an employee now. Like there's no going back. <laughs> I know. This is the thing. This is the
1: thing. I would just not survive, not survive. And my, my soul wouldn't be happy.
0: So oh well. I, would, I would be fired even if I could survive. I just would I'd just sit around in the tea room, eat all the biscuits and tell my boss to jam it. I would just uh, say, <laughs> what do you mean I can't binge Netflix while I'm working? Yes, I can. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. you got no choice. Here
0: forever. Thank you so much. Got to keep. <laughs> Thanks, Amy.